how can I help you, King DDD? Oh, you know, I'm I'm kind of hungry. I could use some fried calamari if if you don't mind. Could could you send me some? Yeah, sure. That's what we do best. Thanks. You better get it with a money back guarantee. <laughs> 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 that wasn't a very good escargoon. <laughs> I can do a better escargoon than that. It was good. Okay. It was Thank good you. for your first try. It was good. Uh so hey, hey y'all. Hey y'all. We're um Hi. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> uh, if you can't tell. If you can't tell, we're doing a podcast. We're yeah. all on a podcast right now. I'm Ileana. My pronouns are they them. I'm Melee. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm Serena. My pronouns are she, her. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. And this is uh, this is the Dreamstar Friend cast. Yay. Um, Yay. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some cartoons that we liked when we were younger, and uh, and and we're and we're gonna watch them and we're gonna talk about them. And it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fucking kick ass. So what we're doing for our first season um, is actually Kirby right back at ya, mm-hmm. season right back one. At uh, yeah. So today we watched uh, Kirby right back at ya, season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. Kirby comes to Cappy Town. Kirby comes to Cappy Town, uh, yes. also known as its Japanese name. Uh, he's here, the pink visitor. I love it. <laughs> uh, Good shit. So. So we, 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 we watched it, and now we're going to talk about it, because that's what we do on this podcast. We talk about shows. We talk about Kirby right back at ya until next season when we talk about something else that is yet to be decided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Yes. Because we've been very excited to do this. So Yes. So how, what, did, what did you both think of the episode? I think it was an interesting first episode. I think it was interesting how they dove into King Dedede's psyche, and it actually showed that he's had a very troubling and traumatizing past. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it really gave some some depth to his character, and it I appreciated that a lot. It gave a lot of insight. Yeah. He's someone you can sympathize with. <laughs> the, episode, the episode starts off with um, uh, a giant octopus uh, is terrorizing the land and eating sheep. Yeah. Delicious. And uh, and and you think, haha, that 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 goofy fucking octopus is causing problems on purpose again. <laughs> that bastard. And and then and then and then it cuts off screen, and you just see a pile of sheep bones, and oh. you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Then the farmer guy comes out, and he sees, oh god, you fucking broke all my sheep. Now I gotta buy <laughs> new ones. They don't I didn't come get back. a warranty. <laughs> That's capitalism for you. <laughs> he forgot to get a warranty on his sheep. Oh, well, happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. And a giant octopus comes and eat him. What are you going to do? That's how we're introduced to the show. And then and then we get the classic Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. He's the star of the show. Yeah. And uh, so after the, after the intro plays, uh, then we get a shot of space. Space. We get a we get we get a cut of space and uh Kirby is flying on his star-shaped spaceship and it's really cool and I wish I had a star-shaped spaceship in real life. Yeah, starships are meant to fly, you know? Starships are meant to fly, hands up, touch the sky. I have one in my garage. Oh my god. Oh my god, can I have one? Yeah, I have three actually. Y'all y'all want the other two? Oh my god, we could we we could all have one. Oh my god. We could all have one. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I will mail those to y'all very soon. Keep an eye out. I would love that. I will keep an eye out for the spaceship, star-shaped spaceship. I'm so happy that we're all going to have star-shaped spaceships. I think it'll take a while for that spaceship to come near where I am. It'll take a, a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, yeah, because because Melee doesn't live on this plane of existence. She actually lives in Traverse Town from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, I've been assigned Purgatorykin. Kingdom Hearts Purgatorykin. <laughs> it's true. We can't be bringing up bits from when we weren't recording. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. They'll understand. They'll just have no context. One of you tell me what happened next. Okay. uh, So yeah, he's he's cruising along in space, going at the speed of light and shit. He's got places to go. He's got to follow his rainbow. And Mm -hmm. yeah, of course, of course. And then, you know, um, some alarm shit starts to go off and he's like, holy shit, what's going on? Kirby doesn't say shit, he's a baby! He says it in his heart, okay? Yeah, sure. In the heart of the cards? In the heart of the cards. Wrong show. (laughs) Oh, right. Wrong show. But yeah, like, the ship, like, closes up around him, and he, like, loses control of it, and it, like... And he loses his fucking marbles. He loses his fucking marbles, (laughs) and it, like, blasts him away, like, super fast and far away super fast jellyfish the gorilla song <laughs> there's like a pretty nebula it is and really there's pretty like mm-hmm. it's really pretty then it cuts to the castle yeah and at the castle the townspeople are rightfully upset because an actual fucking monster is eating their sheep and shit and as is basically just saying well you should have gotten your sheep warranty <laughs> yeah <laughs> Fucking asshole. As Cargoon is 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 like, you shoulda you, you shoulda spent an extra fifty dollars on your sheep warranty if you didn't want to get your sheep eaten by a by a monster. <laughs> it shoulda come back with a money back guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so so he's saying there's no monster and so like they're describing it as like this big scary thing that eats everything in sight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he says, and he says, and I quote, that's King DDD. There's no such <laughs> thing as a monster. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it cuts to DDD eating. DDD's eating and he's laughing. And well, actually, first, first we get our, um, we get our secondary protagonists, uh, Tiff and Tuff on the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they accuse Escargoon of lying. And um, <laughs> they're like, I bet you're just lying like you usually do. <laughs> And Escargoon's, I, I really like this line, but he says in like the super defeated tone, he's like, you have no right to speak to me that way. And then he, <laughs> then he proposes child abuse to their parents. God. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> and um, so then DDD is in the background laughing about the monster and he's like, uh, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as a monster. There's only my pet jellyfish. Wait, it was an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was a jellyfish. It was definitely it's, a jellyfish. It's, it's a jellyfish now. It's a jellyfish now. Yeah. And uh, so basically all the Cappies, they get sent away. The Cappies are the name of the villagers, by the way. Yeah. Um, because they live in Cappy Town. Yeah. Hehe. <laughs> and they're called Cappies. And they are called Cappies is the thing, though. Because they live in Cappy Town. Because they do live in Cap. Well, see, here's the, here's the thing, though. It is clobbering time, but here's the thing. Yes, um, yeah. So, Cappies are an actual uh, species in, in the Kirby games. Um, yeah. 
Uh, time for Kirby lore. Uh, Kirby lore! <laughs> Kirby lore with Ileana. Um, Ileana's Kirby lore corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Cappies are an actual species in the Kirby series, but they aren't like, you know, the big clothing wearing kind that we see in the show. Um, yeah. They're kind of, they're like mushroom people. Oh. Right. Um, so so the cappies themselves are like the stalks of the mushrooms and they wear like mushroom caps on their head. Oh. They're actually really funny in the games. I like them a lot. They like bounce around and stuff. So that's that's what the cappies in the show are based on. Um Fun. Okay. Yeah. So the cappies are all sent home by the fascist re- regime. <laughs> um and Yeah. So then they all go and see the 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 island deity uh Kabu. Kabu. Who is also a Kirby enemy. Yeah. But in the show, he's like this all-knowing, future-seeing god. I can see the future. (laughs) (laughs) He does say that. Um, (laughs) But in the games, he's just a fucking little spinny boy that goes womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. He's had a glow-up. He's had a glow-up in in these years. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So the the townspeople go to Kabu for help because um, they think that he'll know how to defeat the monster. Yeah. Uh, so he says that a a star warrior named Kirby will come and save the day. But then DDD and S Cargoon pull up in their fucking tank and mm, those um, fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> causing problems on purpose. <laughs> causing problems on purpose. Um. And uh, so King DDD fucking calls out. Kabu because Kabu was like, oh yeah, DDD called the monster here. So DDD makes a call out post for Kabu, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're, you're a lion sack of shit, buddy old pal. <laughs> it's true. And That's exactly Kabu's what he says. Like, Kabu says, I do not lie. I can see into the future. <laughs> and uh, and DDD calls him out on that, and he says, oh yeah, what 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 do you think's gonna happen if I push this button? And Kabu says, I predict you will not push it. <laughs> Which King D laughs at. And I don't I don't know why, but I just really like the delivery of that line. <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell that like all these voice actors are just having a lot of fun. Yeah. They just have so much fun and I really appreciate it. Especially DDD and S. Cargoon. <laughs> For sure. They have the best lines in the fucking show. They do. S. Cargoon says that Kabu is full of Kabuloni. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think I think I interrupted you, Melee. What were you going to say? Yeah, so King DDD laughs. It's okay. Uh, King DDD laughs because he doesn't believe him. He's about to press the button. Little does he know, Kirby's uh, starship comes sliding in into the world's DMs. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, Dreamland, are your DMs open? <laughs> I sent you my starship. Please respond. <laughs> <laughs> and so he crash lands, and the tongue people are like, "What the fuck? It's a star-shaped ship. Is this the Star Warrior? Is this the starship that was meant to fly?" Aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so out pops out Kirby in um. A big mess into the dirt. King DDD picks him up, and everyone else is like, "This can't be Kirby. It's a small round thing, it's a, alien. It's a baby, 
And Tiff, <laughs> Tiff has like a weird fantasy of what the warrior will look like. Which is um, weird because she's like 10. Yeah, she's like a child and she's like picturing this. Like this tall. She's picturing this tall, handsome knight in shining armor. With like yeah. a shield and a pointy sword and shoes and spiky hair. Yeah, and she goes, ooh, Betty's cute. Betty's yeah. cute. Um. So so then Tiff is like, you wouldn't happen to be Kirby, would you? Um. And so, so Kirby, being the baby that that he is, he goes, he gets really excited at the at hearing his own name. He's a little bit of a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's and the only word that he knows. It is the only word that he knows. So <laughs> it's like how Pokemon only know how to say their own names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so to this to this uh, revelation, everybody's surprised. But the one thing that I want to point out is is Tiff audibly goes, "Ja." <laughs> which which to you just seems like a funny funny noise but to me so god i can't go into this but uh kirby lore <laughs> um so in kirby star allies the main villains are the jambandran cult uh and they have like their own language and uh they say "juh" in that, and "juh" basically just means "huh." Oh. So, like, it's 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 the same thing. They, she uses it in the same way that they do. So, my my mm-hmm. Kirby lore theory is that Tiff is <laughs> Tiff is Zan Partisan from Kirby Star Allies. Oh I think God. you're right. Fucking don't at me. I'm adding you right now, Ileana Kerbuncle. You're totally they bo- right. They both they both have yellow hair. Wow. Okay. Oh my God stereotyping but okay (laughs) (laughs) king ddd almost fucking kills kirby oh yeah he whacks him away with his mallet like a golfer yeah he he even goes four four (laughs) then he like gets yeeted across fucking world and then everyone in the town is like why the fuck did you do that yeah Yeah. so Tiff's, I'm I'm sorry. I, I just want to say one thing, and then I'll let okay. you continue. So t- Tiff's mom says, "Why did you have to clobber that Kirby?" <laughs> I specifically made note of that because because in the intro for this episode, they didn't include the little segment where uh, DDD's on the phone with the monster supplier, which oh, yeah. y'all don't know about yet. But um, <laughs> we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here, but. Uh, I feel like almost everybody knows about that segment in the intro. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was surprised to not see that. But then then Tiff's mom said it. And I was like, she said it. She said the line. She said the line. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. It's very good. <laughs> okay. So um, then, yeah, they're like, why the fuck did you do that? And then DVD's just like, he must have been the monster that was eating up all the sheep. Yeah. Which is a weird assumption to make because he just crash landed there. Yeah. yeah. Then it cuts to like Tiff and Tuff going down into the pit after Kirby because he like fell into like this big ravine or he's like kind of on the side of it, I guess. And then Tiff and Tuff like go to climb down after him. Then Tiff falls down and then Kirby like inhales a bunch of air and starts floating down after her. And like she's about to get impaled by this really sharp rock like a millisecond before Kirby grabs her and saves her and yeah and then uh then then tough comes down and he sees that kirby saved tiff and he he deduces that a monster would not save tiff and would instead leave tiff to be impaled 
Yes. <laughs> but then also, they're like, warriors are big and strong. They're not pink and puffy. Yeah, so Tiff is just kind of projecting her own... Biases. Yeah, her own thoughts on what a warrior should be on this poor helpless child. This little bean. This poor baby. This just baby, this just baby, baby thing, baby boy. So, um... <laughs> So then, then they show then they show Kirby around the town, and uh, they introduce themselves, and they're all friends now. Yeah. Uh, but then, 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 oh shit! Here comes DDB once and, again, and he runs, he runs over Kirby with his ATV with a fucking rocket mounted onto it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of they kind of chase Kirby around trying to capture him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they get into like a watermelon field, and. Uh, Tiff and Tuff throw watermelons at at DDD and S Cargoon, which I feel like I feel like should be treason mm-hmm. because Probably. they did they did assault royalty. Yes, but but instead S Cargoon is like, "Hey, wait a second, I've got an idea," and they they go back to the castle. Yeah, and yeah, so now they're just leaving Kirby alone for now. I guess they're just chilling for now. For now. For now. Unless. 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 <laughs> Uh, what happened next? I think they went back to the castle. Yeah, they went back to the castle, and then, um, and then the town throws a welcoming party for Kirby. Yes. Yeah. They throw a welcoming party for him. Uh, Mike Pollock mayor. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the mayor's voiced by Mike Pollock. Yeah. The adults are having, um, grape juice, while the kids are having orange juice. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely not wine and beer. Ah, yes. Yeah. And, um, you, can't, you can't have that. You can't have that in a four kids show. You can't. Yeah, it's all grape juice and orange juice. So they make a toast or whatever, and Tiff says, "Let's just eat." Kirby <laughs> didn't even understand what you were saying anyway. <laughs> and then the mayor's like, "Oh, okay. Uh, let's eat. Here you go, Kirby." Then Kirby inhales the fucking um dinner table it's a long table i should say with most of the villagers around it yeah and it's um it just all goes in there it's it's just all gone everything gone it just it just just slurps right in and it's really dangerous because he could have easily inhaled one of the village people yeah oh you're right oh my god but everybody's safe and sound they're just a little they're just mildly inconvenienced (laughs) at the lack of food on the table now yeah. Uh and and Kirby Kirby at the first sight of confrontation gets uncomfortable and runs out of the room. Uh Fair. understandably so. I would do the same thing. Um <laughs> and so Tiff and <laughs> Tiff and Tuff chase after him and he's just he's just chilling. He's just chilling at, next to a big pile of sheep bones. Yeah, uh, just yep. just casually chilling just casually, by some... Kirby's like, "Hey, what's all this? More food." What's all this? Ooh. <laughs> And then Tiff and Tuff see it, and they're like, oh shit, we gotta get him out of here, they're gonna think he's a monster. Maybe he is the monster, I don't know, let's get out of here. So they take Kirby to, um, to a shed nearby, to hide him. Then, (laughs) (laughs) then, we get the two best characters, (laughs) well, one of the best characters, Sword Knight and Blade Knight show up. Oh my god, yeah. Who I guess are like the royal guard. Mm-hmm. So they they're, they they come to they're, they're looking for Kirby at the order of DDD, mm-hmm. and so Blade Knight sounds you know like a knight you know he sounds like you know what a knight would sound like. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, 
<laughs> Sword Knight. <laughs> Sword Knight just has... Or wait, no, I think I got it mixed up. It's Blade Knight. Blade Knight is the one... That sounds normal. No, no, Sword Knight's the one that sounds normal. Blade Knight is the one who just is fucking incomprehensible. And <laughs> Incomprehensible. Have a great day. He just goes... He just goes... <laughs> that's what he sounds like no joke that's exactly what he sounds like i'm not exaggerating look up a clip of blade knight in the kirby dub if you if you don't believe me yes <laughs> he sounds like he, so <laughs> he sounds like um he sounds like schnitzel and chowder Oh my god, you just give me flashbacks. God, can we? I haven't thought about chowder in like. Can we do chowder? In the future. We can do chowder in the future. We're focusing on Kirby now. We're focusing on Kirby now. Kirby is our current priority. Kirby's our friend. Um, Kirby's our friend. Our dream star friend. And I would never betray him. Um, Never. So uh, they're looking for Kirby, and Tiff and Tuff are like, oh, well, you sh you're sure not here. You should look in that other shed down the street. Mm -hmm. um, but then Meta Knight shows up, and he has a Spanish accent. Mm -hmm. yeah. And at, whenever he shows up, a little, a little fucking... Um, Actually, I don't know if it's like Spanish or Russian or like... No, it's Spanish. It's definitely oh. Spanish. Cause okay. he's, it's um, Latin, yeah. He's, um, he's heavily based on... Uh, the, on like um he's his voice is definitely inspired like by like zorro oh you're right so he gets like a, he gets like a smooth like spanish jingle whenever he shows up oh it's sure like, <laughs> um anyways so meta knight so meta knight shows up and he detects that kirby's definitely there so he he finds kirby and then they have like a fucking deep spiritual connection and his eyes glow yeah oh yeah they do like a fucking uh, social link up in in persona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Meta Knight, his uh, his his motives are ambiguous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's like, the king is not the problem. Like right now, we need to find the real monster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so, what happened after that? So then it cuts to um, Cassius Cardoon and DDD. Yeah, they're trying to fix the uh, the starship so they oh, yeah. can send okay. Kirby back to where he came from. You know, they're very right-wing conservative. They don't want these God! foreign people. <laughs> they don't oh, want no. these, you know, aliens. Uh. <laughs> very, very bad. Yeah. So anyway, while they're fixing it up, uh, DDD finds like a little case and he opens it up and there's a little shiny star in it, but we don't know what it is yet. He uses and, it to uh, propose to Asgardoon. Yeah, he uses it to propose that to totally Asgardoon. That totally happened in the episode. We're not making that's, it up. That wasn't my fan fiction or anything. That's <laughs> actually what happened. Um, mm -hmm. And then he, you know, they kind of have these banters back and forth. He keeps, like, shooting down Asgardoon's ideas and all that. He's very mean. And then, you know, he finds the star and he, he like, walks away. And, like, Asgardoon is like, why do you have to be so abusive? <laughs> that's an actual line in the show by the way i forget what he says after that but he's like um he's like emotional problems anyone oh right yeah <laughs> something like that yeah um so then then kirby flies up to the castle and he sees his ship and he notices the case on the floor is empty 
and and he's like he's like what what the fuck did you did you take this did you take this motherfucker <laughs> and escargoon escargoon is like he's like i i don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. um and kirby chases after ddd mm-hmm. um and ddd is back in his throne room which then turns into the matrix and <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've never I've never seen The Matrix before, so... Me neither. You've never seen The Matrix? I've never seen The Matrix before. Me neither. The Matrix is, like, the most trans movie that's ever existed in all time, and you've never seen The Matrix? Nope. (laughs) Okay. I've never seen The Matrix. That's valid. Just asking. In a very overly dramatic way. (laughs) That's fair. Sometimes you gotta ask things in in an overly dramatic way. It'd be like that. Yeah. For comedy effect. (laughs) (laughs) What's comedy? I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay, cool. I don't uh, know. <laughs> um, so so then he calls his uh his business boy who will his be his name boy. will be business boy. <laughs> Hello, I am business boy. Business boy, how can I help you, King DDD? <laughs> <laughs> and um he he's unhappy with his purchase of the octopus. Yeah. Um and yeah. he demands a refund. And business yes. boy is business boy says, "Oh, well don't be like that, King DDD. I'm sure it'll grow on you." <laughs> oh my god. And and DDD just turns his head and is like, "All right." Mm-hmm. And um it, I wrote in my, <laughs> I forgot I wrote this, but I wrote in my notes. Uh-huh. DDD does that one rage face comic face of the guy going, "Okay." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um so then he goes back to the octopus and the octopus his eyes glow green and he mind controls ddd i suppose yeah that's just what octopuses do yeah that's what octopuses octopuses all have uh, a latent ability to mind control yeah it's true so i've met many octopuses and i yeah they and they've all mind controlled you they have wow. it's true <laughs> And um, so Kirby enters the room. He finds DDD, and DDD is is possessed by the octopus. Mm-hmm. Which uh, wow, Kirby lore. Uh, DDD gets possessed a lot in this <laughs> series, huh? A little bit. He gets possessed a fucking lot. <laughs> Better him than bit. like anyone else, maybe. That's true. King D- yeah, King DDD is like the main villain, but he's like the side villain. I mean, he's not even a villain. I, mm. He's not a villain. He's friends with Kirby in the video games. Yeah. In the show, at least so far, from what I've gathered, he definitely has very uh, antagonistic qualities. He's yeah. not, he's he's definitely not framed as the main antagonist, even early on. Yeah. But he, he's still very... Uh, He's definitely a negative force in Kirby's he's a, he's life. A rude, we'll he's it. a rude. He's a bit of a rude boy. He's yeah. a bit of a rude boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he just he needs to become a nice boy. He needs mm-hmm. to become one of the nice guys. Yeah, through the power of friendship. Hashtag not all DDDs. Not all DDDs. <laughs> I, I just always think it's interesting how like even the show like he still gets possessed. It's just funny to me. I just thought yeah. it was. I just thought it was funny. It's just funny. I just, yeah, it's really funny. It's just really funny. It's so funny. It's just really funny. Other people's misfortune makes me laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too. It's so funny. Oh, uh, also before before he gets before he gets possessed, 
he does say holy calamari. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my god. Um so DDD drops the star on the floor and yeah. uh Tiff and Tuff find the star on the floor and they pick it up. And the octopus is going wild, it's breaking a bunch of shit, beating the fuck out of Kirby. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Meta Knight shows up, saves Tiff and Tuff from, like, a falling pillar or something. And yeah. and he notices the star and he's like, where did you get that? And he's like, that is the warp star. It is the source of Kirby's power. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I don't know is, I don't know if that's necessarily canon in the video games or not, but it is here. They needed, it is they here. needed a plot point to include the star, so. Yeah. The star has major plot significance. They could have just—they could have just said it's his whip or something. It's—it's <laughs> it's his whip. Yeah, it is. That is the whip star. It is Kirby's whip. <laughs> he uses it to get from place to place. You know, as whips do. <laughs> so the big octopus uh, makes a bunch of baby octopuses, and they start beating the shit out of Kirby. Yeah. Kirby turns blue because he's taking so much damage. It's real sad. You hate to see it, folks. Um, the fight's taken outside, by the way. Well, this fight is taken is taken place both inside and outside. So we're yeah. still we haven't gone outside yet. We're still oh, inside. Okay. We're still we're still in the throne room. Um, right. So Kirby is turned blue from all the damage he's taken, and the star starts to dim. Um, it's not glowing anymore. So yeah. Um, and Kirby Lord. Oh. <laughs> This is an actual <laughs> lore more than just like an actual mechanic that happens in one of the games. Yeah. Um Kirby turning blue is actually well it is it did originate from from the anime, but it did show up in one of the games. Um Ooh. in Kirby Mass Attack, uh you play as 10 little Kirby's and when they take damage they turn blue. Oh my god. <laughs> and also fun fact, Escargoon is also in Kirby Mass Attack in a mini game. Oh heck. Yeah. So that is that is the only game Escargoon appears in. Kirby Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3. Remind. Remind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um so Kirby turns blue, the star starts to dim, um and Meta Knight's like that's the source of Kirby's power. You need to get it to him. Um which they never do, which is weird. Well, they they do. They kind of do, but not really. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so then then they start chasing after Kirby because he's being chased by the octopuses, uh, and yeah, and yeah, uh, Tiff eventually is able to bring Kirby his warp star, mm-hmm. and then he's like, hell yeah, and then he's able to just eat up all the little octopuses at once. Yeah, and then uh, you know, Meta Knight. It's it's very interesting that he just seems to be an expert on Kirbyology. He's always yeah. pointing out all these facts about Kirby, like he's like Ileana, like <laughs> like knowing all the Kirby lore yeah, somehow. Literally never met Kirby lore. He always he always comes up like, yes, it is Kirby's copy ability, or it's the source of Kirby's power, the Warp or, Star, or my favorite one. Kirby's, that is Kirby's classic, classic defense. defense. Inhale. <laughs> <laughs> like that is an me. actual line in the show. He really does say it's Kirby's classic defense. Inhale. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like Meta Knight. How do you know all this shit? Like, have you? Do you know Kirby from like a past life or something? Like, well, well, well. Or are you? We'll Kirby? see about that. 
I guess there, we'll have there, to find there's, out. There is a fan theory in around the game lore that Galactonite is Kirby from the future, but maybe Meta Knight is Kirby from the future. Who knows? Oh my god. Maybe. maybe. Where the fuck did Kirby learn how to talk? <laughs> <laughs> and, when did, and when did he develop an accent? <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you go from Playa to Kirby's classic defense? Inhale. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so yeah, he, he inhales all of the, all of the baby octopuses, uh, regaining his strength a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Then the big octopus uses a fire attack on him, but he sucks that one up too. And then he becomes, he uses copy ability and he becomes fire Kirby. Yeah. Uh, Kirby is now, uh, you know, he's, he's stronger. He's better than ever. Yeah. He uh he summons the warp star from Tiff's hand and it grows big and he rides on it, you know. Yeah. That that's probably the most accurate depiction of the warp star that we'll ever get. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Kirby <laughs> rides on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh so he uses it to get the upper hand and he's like attacking the octopus from 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 all angles. Yeah. Um and uh and and yeah, so then he eventually defeats the octopus. He sends it flying. And into he makes, into he, space. He, yeah, it goes into space. Yeah, yeah. he exits the he exits the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful Kirby is. That's how octopus works. Mm -hmm. That's how once, octopus work. Once you defeat an octopus, you have to throw it into space. It's true. <laughs> it can't go anywhere else. <laughs> it can't go anywhere else. Where are you gonna put it? The ocean? <laughs> Fuck that. Back in the Back ocean? In the ocean? I think not. <laughs> I think not. So the octopus is defeated. And DDD says this. He says, "There goes my refund." <laughs> He's <laughs> crying while he says this too. <laughs> yeah, and Meta Knight's just in the background being like, Dun -dun -dun. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> "I always knew you could do it, Kirby. I'm your biggest fan." I know all of the Kirby lore. I've played every Kirby video game from Kirby, <laughs> Kirby from, Kir all the from, way from to Kirby's Dreamland to Kirby. Uh, Super Kirby Clash. <laughs> <laughs> um, after all that's done, then the salesman person is business looking boy. through a telescope. Business boy. Your business boy. Business boy. Business boy is looking through a telescope, and in the background is the big bad, and, and business boy is just like, oh, it looks like he's a real star warrior after all. And and evil dude, evil dude in the back just goes, ha, 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 ha. oh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like this cloaked, ominous, enigmatic anime villain, you know, standing mm. in an octagon, just <laughs> the silhouette. It's like, yeah, yeah, his real identity is Octagonopus. <laughs> Octagonopus. <laughs> and uh, so then, so then it, it it fades to black, and we get um we get like a, a little farewell scene, like oh Kirby saved the day. Now he has to be on his way. Bars, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, sick rhymes. And so he's like he's saying bye to everybody, but he's like real sad to go. You, you know, you, you get you get that he kind of wants to stay. Yeah. Uh, with all of his new friends, and and Tiff is like, I hate long goodbyes. So just get out of here, you smelly get idiot. Get the fuck out of here. We fucking hate you now, <laughs> bitch. I'm rude now. <laughs> I'm just rude now. Um. So he gets in the ship. He starts to fly away. Um. And then they chase after him, and they're like, Bye, Kirby. We'll miss you. We'll miss you. Um. And then. DDD and 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 uh his 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 good judgment decides, hey, I'm gonna shoot him down with my cannon so he can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> so he does, 
And then the ship crashes into DDD and S. Cargoon's ATV with a missile strapped to it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I don't really know what DDD was trying to accomplish here. Um, <laughs> my theory is that he now has a proper sense of being now huh. that he has a, an arch nemesis. Oh, uh, you're right. It's, it's kind of like, like it's kind of like it's how like Mega Mind. It's like Mega Mind. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say Doctor Eggman. Oh, that too. <laughs> because Doctor Doctor Eggman's whole thing is that like he wants to be the one to defeat Sonic. All right, yeah. Right. This, this was a this was a whole arc in the comics, if I remember correctly. But it like was. he he's like his whole sense of being is his rivalry with Sonic. Yeah. And um, that's kind of how DDD is. So if if Kirby leaves, he won't have an arch nemesis anymore. Right. Um, but then he gets mad uh, that his ATV with a missile strapped to it is destroyed now. So he, he chases S. Cargoon around and hits him on the head with his hammer. <laughs> um, These are all very well thought through uh, reactions and, you know, ideas yeah. and yeah, plans. I, I, I know, yeah, I know for a fact, for speak- <laughs> this is going to be really bad and I, I want to apologize <laughs> in advance for it, but... Yeah, I know from from experience that when 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 things don't go my way, I just get into a fit of rage and I yeah I, I go to assault my life partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then um, Tiff, Tuff, and Kirby or whatever do like the oh well, looks like you're not leaving. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, and then Kirby's like yeah. Kirby. Yeah, it was cute. And it did a little star wipe. It did a it little star wipe. Just like in Steven's Evens. Just like in Steven's Evens and also on, on my Twitch streams. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, so that's the episode. That was episode one. Um, we were going to potentially talk about episode two, but I feel like we have um, enough material to just do one episode. So I think that's what we'll do is we'll do one episode per episode. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, if things start to, you know, maybe over time we'll get a two per episode. Yeah. I think yeah. what we could do is like we'll do one per and then if like if an episode ends on a cliffhanger, then we'll do two episodes, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. true. And in those situations, we'll just, you know, have to be more streamlined with things. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into the thank yous and everything, um, surprise segment. Ooh. What if it was a Kirby boss? Oh boy! <laughs> so, as the resident Kirby game expert, um, I thought this would be a fun segment. I've actually had this planned for like even before I came to YouTube about starting the podcast. Um, what if it was a Kirby boss? Yeah. Uh, so, well, for this segment, I'll be looking at at each you know monster that shows up, and if it does not show up as a boss in the Kirby games, uh, then I will uh, come up with a. Uh, a sort of moveset sort of thing for what if it was a Kirby boss? What if it now, was a Kirby boss? this is interesting yeah. because until recently, the octopus never showed up in any Kirby games. Oh, And I say yeah. until recently because it really was recently, and it, it, it never shows up as an enemy either. So right. this octopus does show up in Kirby Star Allies okay. as, um, as an attack by Adeline, one of the dream friends that mm. was added in the post- uh, post DLC content. Right. So Adeline's whole deal is that she's a painter and she has a magic paintbrush that brings mm-hmm. her drawings to life. So right. one of her attacks is that uh she paints the octopus and it kind of just runs into enemies to damage them. 
and it mm. grows it grows big like it does in in this episode. Right. Right. So it's 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 really cool how it does that. But what if it were a boss though? Hmm. What if it were a boss though? What if it were a Kirby boss? I think how it would work is it you know you would start the level that it's in and before it goes into boss battle mode you just see like the baby form of it. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, it's just a little baby. That can't be a boss. But then it then yeah. it then it grows big, and you have to fight the big version of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it would be one of those bosses that just chills out in the background for half of the battle, and you can't hit it until it comes into the foreground. Yeah, because, oh, you're right. Uh, Kirby Triple Deluxe did uh, quite a few bosses like that for some reason, and uh, yeah, so it would shoot out its babies, and you would have to, you know. The cool thing about Kirby bosses is that, like, you know, in, in the modern games after, you know, after the first one where they added copy abilities, because the first one didn't have copy abilities. Right. You know, Kirby always has a way to defend himself. Granted, he has a copy ability. Right. But every boss also has a way to defeat it if you don't have a copy ability. Right. Um, right. It always makes it so that you can suck up some of its attacks and spit it back at him. Hence, you know, right back at you. Right back <laughs> at you. Uh, it has some fire attacks, so I guess it would... You know, it would shoot fire, which you wouldn't yeah. be able to suck up, but it would leave stars behind, which you could suck up. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, that's that's it for this episode's What If It Were a Kirby Boss. What if Yay. it were a Kirby Boss? What if it were a Kirby Boss? What if it were a Kirby Boss? Well, I... What if I, it were a Kirby well, Boss? Well, I, 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 the thing is, I did just explain it, so I feel like you kind of weren't listening to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to watch the VOD for that one. Yeah, you're going to have to watch the VOD. <laughs> this is a podcast, though. Oh, fuck, you're right. This is an audio medium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also, I also think we should talk about, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, theories or, like... Um, well, I did go into my theory about how, uh, one, King DDD is ge- is in a gay relationship with Escargoon, and also how... Yes. Yeah. And also how he shot down Kirby's ship because he has formed an arch-nemesis relationship with Kirby. Right. Right. So those are my, those are my, those are my only theories. Uh, but you guys can go into your theories. Okay. So, I have a question. What's your question? What need did DDD have for monsters before Kirby came in? That is a very good question. Oppression. But he's the king already. He owns everyone's asses. He taxes them. Further oppression. But why? So, okay. But why? Okay. Since he's the king, why does he keep it a secret? It's kind of obvious that he oppresses them already. He owns everyone's asses. Okay. I I have an actual theory for this okay. an actual okay. response to this so okay. my theory my theory is that business boy perhaps reached out to ddd right and proposed like a business relationship with him okay it's like hey you know i'm i'm assuming if we're going if it's so this 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 is going entirely off of how ddd is sort of portrayed in the games um okay yeah ddd is kind of just like a king by name, like he kind of just shows up one day and declares himself king. Right. Uh, okay. Really yeah, do I was he... actually gonna ask about that. Like, what is King DDD king of? Yeah, he doesn't really do anything in the games. He just has a castle and he lives a leisure, like lazy life with his waddle dees. Right. So he's um, more of like a lord. Yeah, something like that. Right. So my theory is like before the events of of this episode, I feel like it was probably something like that. Like okay. he just, you know, didn't really do anything. Maybe he pulled the occasional prank now and then on to, you know, to spice his life up. Uh-huh. Right. But um, I feel like he didn't really, you know, Dreamland is a peaceful place before all this happens. Mm-hmm. So okay. I feel like Business Boy comes to him with a business proposal and is like, hey, we can give you some sweet monsters to fuck shit up if you want. 
And DDD's like, oh, that sounds great. I'll take 20. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's probably why that happened. He probably just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're a capitalist corporation. They don't actually care about, you know, Kirby or like destroying Kirby. They just want to sell things to people who buy their things. They just want to <laughs> cause problems on purpose is the thing. <laughs> they just want to <laughs> cause problems on purpose. And as far as we know, King DDD is their only client because who else is buying monsters? Well, um, there, there are many, many planets, uh, but DDD is probably their only client on this planet. Yeah, so they don't want to lose a big client. So they're an interplanetary organization. They're, they, they are don't an interplanetary just... organization, yes. I see. Yeah. That would make sense because I guess all the monsters are probably aliens of some kind. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure, 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 for sure. All right. We're already piecing this all together just from the first episode. Yeah. And we'll, wow. we'll see, we'll see just how right or wrong we are, but that's, that's my, that's my, that's my guess. That's your theory. Your game theory. A game theory. Now, now I want Thanks y'all. Thanks for watching. Now I want y'all to, why do you think, uh, what, what's the deal with Meta Knight? What's the deal with Meta Knight? Yeah. Um, I think... Like, what about him? Well, first of all, mm-hmm. first of all, I was actually looking at the Meta Knight wiki uh, while I was watching the first episode the other day. Uh-huh. Cheating. Well, not <laughs> for, like, future insight, but just okay. for, like, because, because it's because I was I was having trouble finding the right words to describe his his Spanish accent and jingle. Yeah. Okay. Um, And and I saw a little tidbit that Meta Knight never they, they never show him flying, even though he has wings. He's just yeah. always in that like mysterious caped. He's like holding his cape over him. Yeah. Oh, you're right. But he does fly in the pilot episode. Oh. Wait, when? Well, not this this wasn't the pilot, but Oh. Like there was a pilot to show, you know, like for the concept of the show. I see. Um, but that like that that's not like canon. That's like a different continuity. That was bef- that was like a different timeline split. Oh, okay. We okay. could we could watch that. I don't think we could talk about that on the show cuz it's like a 12 minute long pilot. Um yeah, but, okay. Uh, it's 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 interesting. So they never they never have Meta Knight fly outside of the pilot, and That's I think it's weird. because he's such a major character that they don't want to animate him flying all the time. <laughs> Which is fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's totally fair, and he looks really cool with his you know with his cape masked over himself. Very mysterious, and with his Hispanic accent. <laughs> so yeah, what's, Meta the Knight... what's, what's the deal with Meta Knight? Meta Knight must not be from this planet. Yeah, like. He knows Kirby. Yeah. Like, he must be a star traveler like Kirby is, and they must have encountered each other at some point. Right. Mm-hmm. I... That's all we. That's all I can really say, I guess. Yeah. That's all I can really piece together. Very mysterious. Yeah, for my thing, I thought maybe Mennonite is like a retired star warrior. Oh, yeah. And so he probably wanted to make a new life. Well, yes, he is part of the Royal Guard, and that's, like, more of, like, work and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. right. maybe he do- he just wanted to settle down in one place and then, like, Or maybe. Fight. See, I, I, think, I, think, I think you're not far off there. I think that the Royal Guard stuff is just a cover-up. I was right. just gonna say, I think he's like undercover. Like he's he's uh-huh. got a mission. He's got a mission. Yeah. And maybe it has something to do with NME. That would make mm, sense. Yeah. We're piecing it all together. Yeah. 
piecing it all together from the first episode. But yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure all our answers will be, will all our questions will be answered eventually. Eventually, um, yeah. For now, Meta Knight's purpose is mainly just to explain Kirby's powers to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which which was which was described in the wiki too. Oh my god! <laughs> which I I really like how that's pointed out in the wiki. It's very good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that that'll be the end of our first episode here at uh here at Dream Star Friendcast Incorporated. Here at Dream Star Friendcast. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us ramble on about this pink puffball. Thank you so much. Yeah. So yeah, we air we 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 put out new episodes every Saturday. Hell and yeah. I hope you you'll stick around for it, and and you will continue to be our friend for when yeah. we uh, watch and talk about episode two, a blockbuster battle, otherwise known as in Japan. Oh no, the search for the soldier's house. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Japanese titles; are really good. They are. I love how they just they have such stark contrast between each other. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But yeah, so thanks for listening, and we hope to see you for the next one. Yeah. For for sticking around and being being our friends. Because you know what? Yeah. Yeah. My friends are my power. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you are, are my, my friend. friend. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>